Welcome to Night Moods. This is Michael. You're listening to the podcast on your favorite podcast channel. I'm sitting here waiting to get Mike Sam's on the phone. <laughs> it's always technical issues. Podcast. There we are. I do hear him. He's in, locked in. Can you hear me now, Mike? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Welcome in, my man. I was, uh, you know, this happens from time to time um, on the switchboard here, getting our interviews in, and they're looking at me like, just push that button and push that button, and you should be able to hear it just fine. I'm like, yeah, I can't hear him, guys. Help me out, but this is what we do. I'm excited about this interview. I really am. And uh, I'm glad that you accepted this interview with me. And um, I've known Mike for, uh, I've known Michael for uh, a couple of years here. And we have been in fellowship. He's a minister to Infinite Ministries there in Iowa. And also he's the CEO of Infinite Global Enterprises. And I bring you on um, after, I can't even think of how long we've been together, bro. It's you been a while. I, I, I met you when I first moved to Clinton, Iowa, around that time frame. Um, so it's been almost about five years now. Um, and we have been fellowship, and you've been in yeah. five years. Crazy. Yeah, I've, I've truly been blessed. Um with your friendship as well as your ministry. And so, you know, I, I look forward to future endeavors um, later on down the line. Oh, that's Roger that. That's that, that goes with me too. And, you know, we've kept in touch. Um, we've, we've had you here at our home and, and it's been a, a special brotherhood that we have had, even though we have not been together. And some of you, as you're listening to the show, we're going to become identity with Michael here in a minute here, but, don't get pressed in your fellowship because our Heavenly Father knows the seasons of when they're fruitful, and then you'll have seasons of where you've got to uh, step out and do life or family or your assignments or get some more development, and that's for every one of us. And when those seasons come, and it took me a long time to uh, understand this, that I used to take it personal, like, why, why aren't we talking? I don't understand. Because it's the connections. God puts together, and he knows how to make that. It's like a, oh, what is that? Velcro. And so when yeah. he brings it, and then like when Velcro adheres to each other, it's tight and it's right. And then when you separate it and you try to put it back together, but when he does it, it's always tight and right. And that's kind of been my relationship with you, so I just wanted to say I love you from here to there, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. I know, I know you. But our night owls don't know you. So um, I want to talk to you about kingdom identity and um, who you are. And there's a, a bevy of questions I'll, that I sent over to you. But who, who, who is Michael Samuel right now, present day, from where you have come from? guess the easiest way for me to to put that out there is that I'm a son <clears throat> and being a son you know to the king is is not a small feat but it's the first thing that we have to understand and realize so we can understand who and what we are when it comes to our identity mm-hmm. you know a lot of times I ask people and say hey um, what is what is your who are you and they they tell me oh I'm dr. so-and-so I'm Professor so and so, I'm 
this and that, but that's not what I'm asking, you know. When I'm asking who are you, I want to know who you are so that when you tell me that you're a son or that you're you're um, a son of God, that that foundation comes first, that that is there, because everything else that is given to you is just a gift. Mm-hmm. Being a father, being a husband, being the CEO of a company, those are gifts. They were given to me to steward and to steward correctly. They weren't. They aren't my identity. They don't represent who I am. They represent what I do. That's beautiful, man. And in this journey, how long have you been in the kingdom? For those that don't know you, you know, um, I got saved at a very young age. Um, but to be honest, I guess I really got more focused into this kingdom mentality about right before I moved to Clinton, Iowa, about five mm. years ago. Um, mm. You know, I I knew about the kingdom. I knew about the apostolic. But no one was really pressing on that or, or willing to give information, I guess right. you could say, towards it. It was always right. kind of encrypted. They say, oh, there's a kingdom, but I'm not, I'm like a kid, you know. I'm like, hey, I'm like a kid. So right. why? Tell me why. And I remember moving here, and God, you know, broke it down for me, and he said, hey, I moved you here because there was nobody in Colorado that could, that could, you know, expand what you're trying to learn, what you're trying to understand. And that opened up a whole different plethora because I wanted to understand more and more about who I was as a son. Because in church, they always say you're a son of God. Mm-hmm. But what does that mean? You know, just like your daughter, when she says, I'm your daughter, she's like, but what does that mean? Mm-hmm. What does that entail? And so I'm sitting here, what is a son? What does that mean? And I spent the past, I mean, I, I'm still studying now. So I can I know, get a man. better grasp and understanding of what a son is and what a son does, and why being a son carries this or why it carries that. And it's huge. But all of this breaks down for you to understand your identity, to understand who you are as a king's kid, as the son of God. You know, I mean, in Genesis he said, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And he says that he created man just like him in his image and in his likeness. And, again, there's me. I was like, why? What does this mean? Because mm-hmm. they always tell us that in church, you know. And so I, I broke it down. I went and looked in the Hebrew some more. And when we look at it, I, that's his identity, is his character, his integrity, the beliefs that are within him. But there was one thing that kept getting me that I didn't quite grab because they didn't teach me this in church. And that's when you look at the Hebrew aspect of what the word likeness means. Right. And the word okay. likeness in Hebrew means to operate just like him and so then i say okay to function what does that mean there's your identity you were created to be of his character of his integrity of his characteristics of his belief system of his mannerisms of everything but then you're supposed to function just like him and that took my whole idea of identity to a whole nother level i mean i've written my first book i'm working on my second one you nice. know, on the fact of what identity really means. That's a lot right there. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, uh, you know, 
like-minded, like thought. Uh, it reminds me of Acts 2 and 42 through 47. But this is fellowship, and when you're drawn to brothers and sisters who have Father's DNA, you're, you're, this, this drawing in is really kind of cool. Um, Michael, what, what is, uh, what's the ministry about? What's it doing right now? Fill us in. Say that again. I'm sorry. Kind of, so what's the ministry of... doing? What, what's the ministry about? What, what, fill us you in. Know, fill us in. God is really, you know, begin to plug into me more and more on this idea of identity and sonship because people do not know and understand who they are. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, you know, people are trying to find themselves, and you can even see that through the issues that we've had over the past few years with COVID and everything else where people are still trying to find their identity or who I am, where their identity is not strong enough to support their belief system or who and what they believe that they are. And it's just wordplay at that point. And so God has really put it on my heart to say, hey, look, he said, hey, my children need to understand their identity so they can understand what they walk with, why they walk with it, and what type of authority they carry as they do it. And, you know, because, I mean, I truly believe and understand that if, if things were the way God had wanted them to be initially, as he said, you know, in thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that this is nothing but yet just a second kingdom that is supposed to, to um, what's the word I'm looking for, to emulate the kingdom of God down mm-hmm. here on earth so that it operates just like the kingdom. And that's what, that's what my ministry is all about because you can't, you can't do that if you don't know who you are. You can falsely try to be somebody, but it's not going to succeed. You're going to crash. Oh, that's earth. good. You can falsely try to be somebody, and it's not going to be successful. Proceed. Man, I was good. I was writing down as you were talking. I didn't. He doesn't support your belief. What's <laughs> <laughs> like when this comes? Because you have to identify to something. If you're not identifying to God the Father on the throne and His kingdom, then you're identifying to everything that's inferior to His system, His culture, and His the pattern. Yeah, Mike. What people you look up to? Who are you know, first people? I, well, first I look up to Jesus because you know that's that's yeah. my identity. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking more towards like you know people that I listen to that I you know adhere to that I grow with that I grow mm-hmm. from because you know like they say leaders are leaders and yeah. so I'm not just sitting here you know getting revelations every day but I do listen you know so that I can grow so that. There are different revelations that I get that I can take back to the throne room and he can, you know, unpack it for me. But I, I listen to a lot of people. I guess the one I listen to most is Miles Monroe. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they took him. To, he's gone too soon. He was way before his time, you know, with the kingdom because I, I agree with him. If you don't know what a kingdom is, how can you operate like you're in a kingdom? Um, I listen to him a lot. You know, I, I listen to I listen to a plethora of people. I think I listen to in, um, Apostle Matthew Stevenson, T.D. Jakes. That's just some of them. I mean, I I leave my I leave my wheelhouse open so that even if they are giving a false testament, God can tell me when I'm listening because I don't think it's right to limit myself to you know just 
one certain source because when you do that, then that's limiting God to give you more revelation of what you need to hear. That's why I answered that, I asked that question. I was sitting there grinning like a doggone cat in the alley. <laughs> like, <laughs> because you hit on something. That is you leave yourself open. And I think of us believers as a sponge. And sponges are spores that open to absorb. So what you said that, that hit me on me. I'm like, man, that's, that's, that's nice. That's right. And you want to leave yourself open in all honesty. If you are focused on one or two or one or three individuals and that's all you get your testament from, then you're going to find yourself in some trouble. And that's up to you. But you're hearing it from one of the generals in this generation. Um, interview with Michael Samuels here on Night Moods. And uh, a couple more questions I want to ask you real quick here. Um, why do you... Why are you doing what you're doing? What is your purpose? This is going to help so many listening. And you don't have to be a minister. This question, this this question is you don't have to be a minister, but this is a purpose, passion question. So go ahead and help us out and maybe help someone else out. Why do I do it? You know, it because when I started digging into it, it unpacked so much for me that it created so much freedom, that it took so much weight off of my shoulders that I realized that there is a extra in my ordinary. And Mm. when I learned that, you know, it was like a light came on, you know, by the way where God said that Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. A, A light came on and it illuminated the darkness. And I do this because I want people to realize as well that there is an extra in their ordinary. There is a super in their human. You know, I think too many people are too busy waiting for, let's say, Superman or Batman or Wonder Woman to come, and I'm dating myself, you know, come in to save them, you mm-hmm. know, from this, from this life of, I guess, hell that they're in. But it's not going to happen. We're the human, God is the super, you put us together, you've got a superhuman, and God gave us everything that we need so that we could complete the mission at hand. And that means successfully because God doesn't create or endure with any junk. And so I want people to realize that they are beyond blessed, that they are so much more than what they see themselves as, that their potential is so much farther than what it is. I mean, if, if God is a creative God, And when God dreamed with you, he spoke to you, and he told you who you were. That means that he's using his creative mind to speak with you, but he placed his creative mind within you so that you could be the best version of you that you could be. And I found that out when I realized that that's what was truly meant when people used to say, hey, Mike, you need to be the gift that that God created you to be. That's what I want people to understand. You are the gift that God created you to be because your gift is not for you, but it's for somebody else. Can you hear the passion in this brother of mine? And you have it inside yourself. But something happens to every believer when you open that treasure for the first time and then you place value to what's in that treasure specifically for you. So, yeah, I'm up here typing because I'm getting some messages here. I'm like, holy smoke. That's powerful, man. And this isn't like, this isn't a show. This, 
this is authentic. And that's what I love about you, Michael, that this is authentic. And even myself, it reminds me of myself, even when we're, we're, we're pursuing Jesus and we're pursuing the identity that Father has given us, even when we stumble, the pursuit is still the same. And the intentionality, the intentionality, the intensive pursuit of who is calling you. And that was powerful. That's passion. That's passion right there. Thank you. That's passion. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show because there are, you're hitting it out the park and so many night owls, so many people in Christ listening to this, this podcast are confused with who they are. Um, This is what this journey is about. I'm, I'm looking at what I wanted to ask you, and I'm going to hold that back right here because you just hit on something. And if you were talking to yourself in the mirror or talking to the youth, in what is going on today, I say pick a country, find a person, right? What would you say to that person if you were talking to them? I was talking to the youth. And what's going on today? Yeah, with identity. First thing I would let them, yeah, the first thing I would let them know is that, you know what? There is a superhuman ability in each and every one of you. God created you to be either a man or a woman that exceeds human capabilities. And if they want to question that, I'd say because God exceeds human capabilities. His script his scripture says that when we think outside when we think outside of our own understanding that is just it doesn't even equal to that of what God has spoken or taught. But he gave us his mind. Inside his mind is everything that exceeds man's human understanding. So first off, yes, I do believe that there is a superhuman ability in each and every person. We just need to find it access it, and then we need to utilize it so that we can help someone be the same, the best version of themselves. And then I went and I led with them. I I talked to the youth a little bit ago at a school. Actually, I was at a school. And I talked to them and I said, you guys are a CEO. And they were like, how am I a CEO? I'm not a CEO of a big company. I Mm -hmm. I said, what does a CEO do? They said, well, they make sure that the company is run correctly. They make sure that these rules and regulations, I said, what difference is that that you do with your own life every single day? You Man, that was heavy. CEO. That was heavy. Hold on a minute. Go back. I didn't mean to, I, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. I mean, but, well, they asked, you know, and they said, well, and I asked them, I said, what is a CEO? They said, well, a CEO is someone who runs a big company. They, they, you know, help with the rules and regulations of the company. They make sure the company is successful. You know, they make sure that all the employees are on track and doing what they need to do. That all the programs and all the, all the, all the, um, the, the different testings and everything are coming full, full, full fruition. And I said, okay, so what difference is that than who you are today? I mean, they decide when they wake up in the morning. They set mm-hmm. their alarm. Mm-hmm. You know, they decide what clothing they're going to wear mm-hmm. before they leave the house. Everything that they do, they make a choice, and they make a choice to either succeed or fail because your mindset is going to either be your passport or your prison. 
So how you see it and how you think it is how it's going to manifest. But why are you not a CEO of your own life, of who you are, of what goes on? Because God gave you everything that you need. And one wise thing that God said to me a long, long time ago was, Mm -hmm. Michael, why do you keep asking for that that you already have? Right. Be the best version of you that you can be because God already put that inside of you. So why are you not a CEO? You make sure things happen successfully. If you decide to listen to somebody else and allow their vision of you to become your reality, that's up to you. But how you see it, how you want it to manifest is completely up to you. That makes you a CEO. That is some, you said your mindset is either going to be your passport or your <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm typing because I'm like, this is good. This is good. If you are in a that you don't know where you are, who you are, and you're listening right now, I want you to connect, send a message to Night Moods. I'm gonna, Michael. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I want you to connect with Michael. If you need uh, this brother to come, the CEO of his organization, the CEO of his business, and a person of influence who can speak to your clients, your employees. I'm, I know I'm stepping over your toes, so I'm sorry. But you got me. I got like four points here, and I'm crazy. Um, how can I get a hold of you, Michael? Lay it off. How um, can I get help you? I have numerous ways. I mean, you can reach me on social media. Um, Instagram is probably the best, and it's just Mike A. Samuels. Or you can find me under Michael Samuels. Um, but you can email me at growth, G-R-O-W-T-H, at M-A-S-A-M-U-E-L-S dot com. Or you can call my office, and that number is 303 960-5100 and I'll send that information over to um, Officer Michael here soon and um, he can um, put it in his um, description so you guys can reach me. I would love to um, talk to you and see what we can do. Yeah, we'll have all this in the description. Um, lastly, before we head off on the, in the sunset, before we head off, Night Moon is going to close the lab um, I hope I can get you back on, man. I know you're busy um, with our with our schedules, your schedules, with family over there. But this is this is fun. If we can do something special, uh, I would love to have you come back on. And I don't just say that because you know we say that on a lot of the interviews. Like I wish I could have you back on. You know, promise me you come back on. But in all truth, let me know when you have some time because I want to have you back on to go all in. Well, if if you're open for to you, that. I will make time. You're listening to Michael Sams talking about kingdom identity here inside Night Mood. And before we shut this down for this moment here, I've got one more question to ask you. Looking back on your life, Michael, what would you tell little Michael to do? What would you say to little Michael, man? You know, I wouldn't tell him anything different than what I did tell my son. And mm-hmm. one was just don't quit. And he's always seen me not quit, regardless mm-hmm. if, you know, I failed at a business or whatever I did. He can never say I quit. Um, the next thing 
I told him because my just so you know my son is now 21 and he's in the military. But mm-hmm. um, I told my son, you know, I said, "Be the best version of you that you can be." And then I also told him that no one else's description or or personal or personal trait of saying who you are has to be your reality. And then I also based his life, and he grew up with a with a minister, with a pastor, with a, you know, so he had the word ingrained in him everywhere he turned. And when he asked the question, it was always backed up with a scripture or something in there. So I had probably a four point sermon that I would give him, you know, about all those things. But I would mm-hmm. say, hey, you are you are more important and stronger than who you put out to be. Be the best version of you that you can be. That's what I would tell myself. <laughs> That's called boom. Checkmate. I'm telling you, I got to have you back on, man. I'm sitting up here, bugging like I wish we can go a little bit longer. I wish we could go a little bit longer. I'm excited about um, what you are like bringing. I, said, I will make time for you. You just let me know. I sure will. Um, um, I will yeah, go ahead. This is exciting, man. Um, the passion that you walk with. See, it's walking and carrying are two different activities, and there are many brothers and sisters like Michael who are are walking and carrying the passion. And this is extraordinary. And like I said, I, I've, been, I've been over here typing, and they're like, hey, you're coming up. But uh, I've been over here typing, and this is really kind of awesome. So, well, that's me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, always typing. <laughs> I'm always typing. Hey, make sure you have all this information to contact Michael on this side of Night Moods. And I really want you to dig in. Dig in, play, and then hit record then go hit rewind because if you didn't catch the seeds that this young man was dropping, then I don't know what to tell you because this is practical living. You know, we're not telling you to take seven steps forward, go three steps to right, take eight steps backwards. No, this is practical living. And if you're lost in your identity, it's time to engage who he's called you to be. And like what you just said, I wrote that be the best version of you that you can be. And it's a wrap. Be the best version of you that you can be. And see, I'm learning. I, we learn every day. That's why I love having this brother on, on this this show. And if you if you stop learning, then you become That's what we got here. Um, this has been awesome. I, I need to have you back on. This is really kind of cool. Night Moods is getting ready to sign off. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, Kingdom Identity with my man, my friend, my brother, and the Lord. And we're going to do this again. We're going to go all in on Kingdom Identity. Break this down for you in such a way that when you get off of this podcast with Michael Samuel, you'll have the passion burning inside of you that you'll understand how to walk and carry with it. Michael, anything last you want to share with with us or say before we head off? I want to say... No, I just want to say thank you. It has truly been a blessing. Um, I love to talk about, as you can see, my about identity and friendship because they're huge in the kingdom. I mean, they're keys yeah. in the kingdom. Those are the keys, you know, to being the best version of you. So, yeah, thank you. It's been a blessing. I appreciate you. This is exciting. This is exciting. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Night News. Remember, you can always... Subscribe and share the show if you love the show. Let us know 
how the show impacts you. And we'll do it again. This is Michael here inside the lab on a awesome, awesome, awesome episode. You know, I, I'm not building myself up, but I'm up here excited. I got to get back in do some work. And we're going to go all in and do this again. Join me on the next episode of Night Moves on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, be a blessing, everyone. Have a good night. Have a good morning. Have a good moment where you are. See you soon. God bless.